0: It's almost like we're going to play drinking games later tonight. No, not at all. Well,
1: <laughs> we started. Cheers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's a the clink. jar. Sorry. The jar is so loud. <laughs> Best pickles it. ever.
2: It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton with Matt and John and Mike and Bill. I almost forgot that other Matt too.
3: Friday Night Games are a group of friends who play and discuss board games almost every Friday for the last two to three years, and some of us even longer. We are currently picking from a variety of different games and playing them. If this is your first time tuning in, expect discussion of gameplay and not a step-by-step instruction on how to play. Okay, so welcome to the Friday Night Games Roundtable. Here today with us is... Sir Mike. Other Matt.
2: Sir William of the Games.
3: Sir Matt1. And unfortunately, tonight, uh Sir John is sick, so ha, ha ha we have control, so what a sucker. Why are we doing this?
0: I got the sense that we're trying a different structure to see if people like it, so if anyone's listening, complain and
3: yeah. yeah, um,
2: complain, comment, so give ideas, whatever go nuts
0: so i I
3: got feedback from what we do, and people really like ending questions and stuff so i'm like well you know what let's try a little different format where we just instead of playing a game reviewing it which we actually are going to do today anyway let's talk about the games of the week the last two weeks and we'll uh go from there so bill you said you did a little bit of research and you uh,
2: uh, no different than normal but yeah <laughs> <laughs> what
3: was the first game that you backed on kickstarter that you're really excited to back
2: uh first one was actually more last week but that was uh glass knights. Can
3: you give us a little overview of what yeah, that is? It's
2: basically just a chess game. The pieces are all made out of glass. However, they're also shot glasses. So, unlike the normal games where it's just a typical regular shot glass, these pieces look like knights or bishops, queen, king, etc. and they have like a rubber cap on the bottom so when you fill them and you take somebody's piece they have to do a shot and it seemed like a cool idea
3: so on a funny note we watched the uh the kickstarter video while you're mm. gone and we all decided they were going to make fun of you for it so <laughs> i don't care so okay
0: we have some so there's some real there's some big questions in this video so i saw one where there's a bunch of kids playing it and i was like oh this is going to end badly they can't drink booze but then they had candy in the bottom and i said oh that's what bill's gonna do with my niece you're damn right i'm gonna teach her how to play chess <laughs> no bill on his own playing chess Definitely with candy and
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I do. I'm a fat ass. I like candy. Leave me alone.
1: <laughs> that's how you get good at chess, though. Like play both sides of the board.
3: I I liked how they're showing the, the video a lot with like executives and like people. Yeah, I know. And I'm, like, I- I'm like, here's like a guitar set and the chess sets in the middle of like this band layout, like, okay, first of all, no, that's not what's happening but with t- this chess set. To be fair,
2: set. the video was really just posturing it as a corporate gift and whatnot, but I don't know. Like I say, it just for me it goes with trench that I'm gonna have in the one room and my tri-dimensional Star Trek chess. So
3: I think one of the cool things that I saw about it was, yeah, because you have the setups where you want to have like a game room. It was a, it's like a main piece in the center of your room, which is how you're gonna set it up, right? Pretty
2: pretty much off to one one corner, one coffee table or whatever end table.
1: Yeah. The corporate gift is when Menzies decided he was gonna make fun of Bill.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Not buying it for my boss. It's for me.
3: Okay, so that was the first Kickstarter game you back. What was the second Kickstarter game you back?
2: That'd be the last one, for at least in the last two weeks, was Burning Bridges. Burning Bridges, which yeah. was... Basically, uh, destroy your friendships with your friends. It's uh, put them all in a room. You got to draw a card. You read the card. You pick somebody else that has to read it and point out somebody on that card. So basically, if we were playing who's the dumb one, they got to point at somebody. In the meantime, I'm the only one, say, who read it, gave it to that person. They read it, pick somebody... And then you play War, with basically it's water, fire, and gasoline.
0: Mm-hmm. And Which I made a comment, like, gasoline beats fire. But I'm like, wait, if you put water and gas, it kind of screws it up. Yeah. So I was like, mm.
2: it was It was odd. <laughs> uh, I guess you're contaminating the water. Um, but the whole video overall was weird. But either way, we'll get past that and start with the... <laughs> so you play this War thing, and if the person who had to point out the other person loses, they've got to read what the card is, and it's supposed to put people on the spot and whatever. It just seems interesting. I, I
3: thought it looked pretty cool. Had some um, cool drinking rules. The one weird thing I didn't, which I didn't really get was like, okay, you, you point at someone, you're like, you know, let's say this person's the dumb one. And then you, and then you play that rock, paper, scissors game. And the next person just reads it aloud. I'm like, I guess it's just like, it insinuates laughter, right? Like well, no. it's not really like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's just supposed to put people on the spot. It's not always about like something like that too. It's like, who do you think would do this? or whatever the case may be so it's like it's kind of throwing
0: assumptions out there i guess too or something it seemed uh, i'm assuming that the idea was there's there's a dealer and it moves around so, so it's someone who draws and they get to pick and then the other person i think it
2: yeah it keeps going it, around the table yeah
0: the dealer probably goes around yeah it, it looked interesting
2: yeah um, I, I don't know it could be terrible but it funded quick it was fairly cheap it was like 28 bucks so yeah. Yeah, you know i i like the the party games work with us a lot of the time so i figured i'd give it a try
0: yeah, i find fine with those games like uh, Cyanide and Happy or um, Joking Hazard. It, it like they're funny cards, but over a while you, you get used to them and you get kind of yeah. desensitized. Yeah. <laughs> well, even then, like once you play the game again, you're like, okay, this card, yeah, this is a good one. These are okay. that's why you got to keep
2: buying the expansions. Yeah. Duh. Yes, yeah. Exactly.
3: <laughs> that's all they get. Yeah. And then so that brings me to the third one, which is a root tabletop RPG so basically there's like a core rule so it's like we play pathfinder which is 3.5 rules extended of dungeons and dragons this game i don't know what it is but it looks like it has a core rule book it looks like it has modules just like pathfinder it looks like there's a lot of things to learn
2: (laughs) if it's anything like the board game yeah
3: yeah it It was a
2: fairly large board game to figure out
3: I know that review's not out, but I know that review's not out. But one of the things, or one of our first impressions, was that we looked at it and we're like, "Oh boy, there's three rule books to this game." So it was crazy when we saw that. And now I'm like, "Oh, this makes sense." They're making a, a Pathfinder. They're making a Pathfinder with their own their own version.
0: I found uh, root. It was called right the original. Yep. Um, I found what was cool about it was your your race or your faction, whatever you play. It was basically like playing a character and in D&D because it's very different from every other character. So it's kind of like, imagine playing one character but doing a whole.
2: Yeah, it kind of reminded me more of maybe, uh, what's that other game? Mice and Mystics. So it's like you've got a set character with a set stat and you can kind of use that ability, but it was more of a a race, I guess.
3: So I I guess like I'd be kind of looking forward to play that if... The thing is, like... Those games take forever and they're going to consume your time. So if you're going to play that game, you're going to be playing it for months. Right? Yeah, you got, you've
2: got. you got to have a dedicated dungeon master for something like that. You've got to have the core group that's willing to play it and play it often enough to really get through it. For me, it looked cool, but I wasn't really myself. I was like, I've already got Pathfinder. I'm good with that. I, I didn't want another RPG like that. So
0: I'm curious because um, Mice and Mystics was cool because it didn't need a dungeon master. That's what I liked about it. Yeah, it was all played by a set of rules. almost like an AI that you have to play out. And then I wonder if this root game is like that. No,
2: it looked like a full RPG. Where the other one was
0: more of a board game that felt like an RPG.
3: I didn't quite read it. I mean, it could be like you're all versus a game. I don't know. Hmm. That might be better because then at least the Dungeon Master is playing. But it seemed like there was a core book. It seemed like there's modules. So I'm assuming someone's going to have to read that. Even if he is playing, they're technically the Dungeon Master
2: yeah and if you're not the other core rules were kind of neat because it forced everything to happen a certain way where i mean if you're trying to play and be the dungeon master you're gonna kind of well i guess this guy attacks this one to try to help your party survive rather than die or whatever maybe like it's kind of rough right yeah it's easy when you can just say yeah i'm gonna kill them all
3: what about you noe you're looking forward to that root root game
2: we're looking at earlier i don't know too much
1: about it but based on the uh dungeon master talk that you guys are talking <laughs> about so you're saying how it's nice to not need a dungeon master but i think Games with one allow more random things to happen because the dungeon master can kind of adapt and kind of guide you through the Whereas the, ga- the games that you're talking about, you know, there might be some different outcomes, but it's probably going to, you're probably going to end up doing the same thing if you play it a few times. True enough. Yeah,
2: I agree.
3: So, uh, if you're interested in that, it's on Kickstarter, uh, are the other two games still on Kickstarter right now?
2: Uh, yeah, Glass Knights is still on there, and the other one I think has only been up for a few days. The uh, Burning Bridges, so it's uh, fully funded and through its stretch goals. There, I think they're talking about giving away a free expansion with it now because of how quickly it's funded. So that's cool. And uh, Glass Knights was very expensive right off the bat. How much um, did you? How
3: much did you pledge to that? Are you want to say? No, it
2: was one hundred and eighty-nine dollars. <laughs> I put out for that for the full
0: hmm.
2: Glass. Canadian or American? American. Uh, yeah, it was pricey. I got the early bird where I think I got in at 169 or something. Oh. But uh, they did decide that through the feedback from people that it was a bit expensive for them. That they came out with like a $100 version, which has the glass pieces, has the board. It just doesn't have the nice case for it with all the pieces that end up hey. being doubling as a ice trays.
3: For that price, why don't we just uh, buy one of those like machines and make glass pieces here in my basement? Sounds what? like a great... <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what,
2: you guys put the money into that. I'm going to take my chess set. You let me know when you have something of similar quality. We'll go from there.
3: <laughs> well, we'll never have something of similar quality, but we will have a chess set, that's for sure.
2: <laughs>
0: we just need a forge uh, and like an Italian guy that can do it.
3: Well, we got two Italian
2: guys. And uh, <laughs> who's Hydro Bill's running that sucker? Uh, we'll hook into the
3: neighbors. Fair enough.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I go on Board Game Geek every day and I make a list of the top games there. I monitor the statistics, and so I looked at all the games. And I'm like, well, what game kind of looks cool? So we watched a little clip on Combo Fighters, sure. a little five-minute clip on it. it was a, it's like a five- to 50-minute game where it's, it's a simple card game where you're, it's kind of like playing like Tekken or Street Fighter, and you're trying to fight each other.
2: Yes, Matt is that much of a nerd that he monitors statistics <laughs> on board games.
3: Okay. The fourth game was Combo Fighter.
0: Uh, what did you guys think of that? I think
2: it had to do with fighting, right? Yes. <laughs>
0: combo 6 is my
1: favorite at Wendy's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the eye rolls.
1: Uh. We said it was, it reminded us of video game, uh, fighting video games. Mm-hmm. How so? Comboing tactical. B A, A B, ab etc. Left, right, left, right. Up, up, down, down, left, right, <laughs> left, right. B A, B A. Start. Come on, guys.
0: You
3: both play cards at the same time. And when you do that, they have like, a, it's like rock, paper, scissors. So if there's a tie, they'll have card numbers on them and those beat each other. And then there's a comboing aspect. So you can play another card to do more damage. So and it has to match the the numbers on there and if they're played in a combo they can do more damage or less damage than if they weren't in a combo. So it seems pretty cool, cool concept.
2: Yeah, so basically it actually it the way it was explained was they had uh you played a an uppercut for example and then from there it showed like you had different shapes and colors so there were blue cards, red cards, yellow cards, triangles, circles, whatever. Uh, so if you had a red triangle and a blue circle that you played in succession, so it might have been an uppercut, a jab, and a, a, a hook, or whatever, and that was what created your combo. But And then all of a sudden, one move that might have been zero points, when it's put into a combo, is two points or something to that effect. Seemed kind of cool.
3: Seemed cool. I guess I'd have to see more of it played out. Yeah, it's a know? Tekken,
2: Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, but in a card game. So Yeah.
3: I liked it. The only thing I didn't like was they're like, oh, this starter set has four, and we have ten, so you're like, oh, how many expansions am I going to have to buy for this, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, it might not be bad. Like we were kind of discussing, it could very well be like Hero Realms, or I mean, obviously, Smash Up's getting to be insanely huge now. Yeah. But any of those games where, you know, you, pick, you can kind of pick and buy whatever ones you want, and in the end, maybe it reduces the cost anyway, because you got the ones you wanted for cheaper, instead of having to get everything the ones you didn't care for. It's only really a two-player game with a tag-in option, so you can have three or four maybe tops. Yeah, they give you enough cards for that, so the base game will get you through. Yeah, I think I think it looks pretty cool.
0: Wonder if they make it realistic like Street Fighter, and they have like an imbalanced character all the time, like Ryu or something <laughs> that always wins. What are you looking? Or uh, Tekken. Or Te- Tekken have the guy who used to like
3: fight dance or whatever, and you just like all you do is just mash the like, <laughs> mash the uh, controller.
2: I don't know. For Mortal Kombat, I remember sweep kick, sweep kick, sweep kick, sweep kick, sweep <laughs> kick. Finish him. Pretty much, and then it's sweep kick. Sweep <laughs> kick.
1: What have you been playing lately? Metro Exodus. It's a single-player game set in a first, post-apocalyptic Russia.
3: First of all, that's a video game for PC.
1: Yeah, and probably. Sony, PlayStation, and Microsoft Xbox. So I heard Metroid Exodus. And Metro. I got excited, <laughs> but Metro Exodus. Yeah, Metro.
3: So aside, I think they are trying to make the next Metroid Prime, but who knows when they'll ever come out. Yeah, they sorry, are. Metroid
1: actually. Prime 4. Excited about that one. If it ever comes out. Of course it will. Uh, eventually. The, the game that we want that we're not sure it's going to come out is Half-Life 3. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's going to take longer than DNF. <laughs> but yeah, it's called Metro because they live in the uh, subway station. Because the above ground in Russia has been nuked in like a World War Three.
3: This is a first person shooter?
1: Yeah, it's a first person shooter. Or is it like a third person? No, first person. And you can like modify... Well, in the in the in this third game, Metro Exodus, you can modify your guns quite a bit. So turn the pistol into like a sniper almost and vice versa. Stuff like that. What's,
3: sorry, what's the whole goal of the game? You're just trying
1: to... You're trying to uh, find a new place to live in this, in this game. That's how the story goes. It's made by the the russian like some russian company
0: right i think so because the other good shooter series made by some russian company was the stalker series i don't know if you played those
1: yeah I heard great things about that but those so, are cool too and check and those out
0: I, I played the first metro was it 2033 yeah and that really reminded me of stalker but more on rails stalker was more open yeah open world
1: but it, but it was cool it was hard like i remember just like getting shot and you're dead kind of thing yeah i guess you had to be stealthy is probably the best way to be versus so many human enemies like an army and you're one guy so especially if you played on harder difficulties but if you played on harder difficulties at least you could kill them in one hit so it was like kind of even in that way that makes sense
3: what else have you been playing other than metro or just metro
1: no man's sky had a big update recently and
3: uh is that playable now <laughs>
1: that's yeah that's like
3: can we actually play that game pe- Is that, people uh, hold, hold on can you find people in this game because <laughs> at one point remember they're like it's so big you'll never find people and people are like i never found anyone i don't like playing this game
1: yeah yeah that was kind of what they were going for though actually initially so it was weird that i guess in some interview before the game came out he said yes it's possible to find people but there's maximum computer integer number of planets in this game so it was, it was um,
3: by the way it was in like the trillions i thought so it's like more, you'll, never, more than you'll never find. More two than that. 2
1: 32 or 2 to 64. That's yeah, like ridiculous. maximum computer integer. Whatever that is. Number of planets in the game. and Basically uh,
3: took like the randomizer function. Like we'll make a planet based on the randomizer function on the clock. You yeah, know, like, use, you'll never find someone. They
1: use math procedural yeah. generation. math, And you're beating on it. And but you yeah, love math. people jumped on it. I love math that much. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he said... It's possible, but highly unlikely. People jumped on that. And they're like, oh, there's multiplayer. And then somehow people did find each other because there's like space stations. So, oh, that's cool. In like a system or whatever. So, yeah, somehow people found that they were in the same one and they were like both streaming on the internet and they were both in the exact same spot, but they couldn't see each other. So then people got angry. So, bomb, um, <gasps> bomb, bomb. Bom. But that was like three years ago. So was, they've worked on it, the small team of 10. And uh,
3: they were a team of 100. Now they're a team of 10. <laughs>
1: or something like two that. 2 to the 10.
2: Oh, it usually happens after development's done, right? Well, yeah,
3: especially a game like that.
1: But yeah, basically they should have said it was early access, which most small teams probably do now, but they had the backing of Sony, so I don't know if Sony pushed them to just... Who know, How much are they paying you to defend this game so badly?
0: <laughs> do we get I'm, money from this? I'm
1: just kind of explaining the story. The game... The <laughs> game's getting much it. better. That's his
2: way of saying he gets money, we
3: don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The game is much better now that they've uh, had three more years uh, to work on then. Uh, um,
3: um we have some of that money. <laughs> no. So
1: just just to
0: add I got in... kids to feed. I don't have know kids. you don't. <laughs> just to add in. the Steam accounts to feed more like it. Just to add in, I did pre order it as well and I did play it when it came out Now it was it was cool but I found it was too random and I just kinda gave up on it. Yeah, it wasn't very fun before.
1: It's it's yeah, it's random but it wasn't like that exciting to explore. What was
0: the last the patch that they just came out with? What did they do to that?
1: Yeah, so they improved the multiplayer more by creating an easier place for people to gather and then kind of group up easier and do missions together and stuff like that. There's, I guess, multiplayer unique missions. Cool, cool. But yeah, it still seems, you know, very much work in progress. I was always they keep giving free updates at least. I was
0: enjoying it when I was playing, but it felt like it wasn't done. Yeah, for sure. And then they keep doing patches. So now I'm like, I'll just wait for them to finish quiet and then I'll
1: play it. They're doing the right thing by just keep releasing stuff for free, right? Because they need to kind of fix what people are mad at them about.
0: Which segues nicely to KF2 because they've always (sighs) been releasing free content patches like the Halloween update uh, where they added the dance... Room thing and yeah, the, the torches disco and disco thing. Yeah, and then they there was the Christmas stuff, which was voiced by Gary
1: Busey. for yes, which I
0: actually love. I'm like, is that Gary Busey? Is that how you say it? Busey, Busey, Busey? Busey.
1: <laughs> Killing Floor Two. Yeah, we're talking about just
0: Killing like Floor face. Two. Trip by Tripwire. It's like my favorite game. <laughs> it's fun. I, it's a good first-person shooter. They are now going to start charging for content updates. I think it's weapons or something, which is what they did in Killing Floor 1 when it was nearing the end of its age. So it's not a surprise to me. So
3: maybe Killing Floor th- uh, 3 is coming out soon? Yeah, something like that.
0: End. Yeah, Because I think it's Unreal 3 Engine or something, and aren't they at, like, 5 now?
3: I don't know. I'm not sure. I n- no, a lot of games use the Unreal 3 Engine. It's been a... It's because it's cheap and easy. Well,
0: they what just about Unreal Four. Keep... Yeah, they came up. Yeah, um, they came up with the oh, yeah, Unreal true. Four and they made it free for developers. Right.
3: At first, it wasn't free, and then people didn't go use it because yeah. they could use Unreal Three engine for free. So, like, wow. Yeah, they this, and there's right?
0: Unity is a really good one. So yeah, maybe they're just gearing up for their next development because KF two is actually pretty old when you look at it. Has anyone played any board games in the last
1: <laughs> two weeks? I think I was here two weeks ago, right?
3: Didn't we... What did we play? We played uh, Rock, Paper, Wizard. Yeah, we did play that. That was really fun. I had a lot of fun playing that game. it
1: was pretty good. And I think it'd be... It's a rare game that I think would be better with more people. A lot of games are vice versa because... I mean, it could still be good with more people, but probably waiting longer for your turn and stuff like that. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, most of our board games, at least I'm gonna say probably eighty to ninety percent of the ones I own are like four or five people, right? Like that's yeah. the that's the niche. Less is harder to find at two. It's becoming more popular, and definitely when you start getting up to the eights, it's hard to find. So.
3: What did you guys like about that game?
2: Uh, I like the whole jumping in hand signal, what you're gonna do, kind of rock paper scissors ish. That was pretty fun.
3: Plus the uh, there's a lot of cool redirection into it too. So yeah. like you do something, it redirects you, you point. So I'm pointing at Matt and Matt does something. Yeah, a lot of that. Then it would like point at Bill. So I thought that was pretty neat. Did you guys like Bargain Quest? Yes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I actually bought the uh, expansion, which is on my shelf and I bought a solo mode. It's pretty cool. It's like yeah, a pack you sh-
1: of. You shared your pictures of solo mode. I
3: did. Yeah, I made a small review. That was actually one thing I did in the last two weeks. I made a re- small, uh, quick review section for a website.
0: So, nice. so you can play as Han Solo.
3: <laughs> yeah, Han's it's Han Solo mode. Bar- no, it's uh. <laughs> so bargain quest is a pretty cool game. It's you're a shopkeep and you're trying to arm these uh, basically heroes who are gonna fight these monsters. And it's, the it's and the, the opposite
1: app- of most games where you're you're the hero. True, but so this you- time you're part of. The hero's journey, right? An important part. And to win, you have to beat all the
3: monsters first of all, and then after that, whoever has the most points wins. <laughs> I actually won both games, Bill.
2: Yeah, but you cheated. <laughs> so one
3: we of the won games... by like one point,
1: and it was all three of us right there. So I was pretty good. All like the games are
3: really close. They are. Um, which which kind of makes maybe the I think maybe the original objective of the game was probably to beat the game rather than actually beat each other.
2: A lot of the co op ones like that where you're working together to beat something. It really isn't about the points in the end. I think a lot of those games just some people do want a winner, and that's why they kind of add that in, I feel. Yeah. Mm. Which is fine. Because I'm that person. I like, I'm competitive.
3: (laughs) I like playing the game, though. It was awesome. If you guys played anything like not together.
0: So at Gen Con, I actually did buy a game. It's called Three Cheers for Master. And I got it because it reminded me of the video game Overlord. Where you um,
3: can you give us a brief synopsis of Overlord, just d- quick?
0: Yeah, it's it's um you're you're kind of uh, this big armored dude, and you third person, and you actually control minions. So you generally just point at things, and your min your swarm of minions go, and they they'll pick up stuff or whatever. And it's it's a kind of a comedic almost because they'll start breaking things, and like yeah, this will be good for master. And they bring it back to you. It, okay. It's a cool game, and then. This um, three cheers for master caught my eye because it's similar to that. So the idea is the master is coming, which is the big like so boss guy. This is a board game. Yeah, it's a it's a kind of a card game. Okay. You have to stack these minions. So they're the same like little like like gremlin kind of things, and they have to make a cheerleading tower. And whoever has the highest tower, and you put what, a supervisor minion kind of, you have to bring him up to the whoever can go the highest on your, on the tallest tower. They get the most points and there's so multiple players build their towers and you can put minions on other people's towers and they attack each other and they fight each other and there's little phases where just minions start fighting each other so it's a pretty cool game it's very like based on the icons on the cards so there'll be like a heavy icon which means if the minion falls it crushes whatever it lands on there's a flying icon meaning the minion kind of floats there there's Um, a hungry minion which means if there's a weak minion next to him he'll immediately eat it and move over and cause everything else to fall fall so you know if you have an opponent's tower with a weak minion on the bottom put a hungry minion next to it he'll eat that and then the rest on top will fall so it's kind of a almost like a puzzle game but it's so it's card drawing so it's just random anyway and um it felt very chaotic but it, it was a cool it was a cool game
2: sounds interesting yeah. yeah that's pretty cool any games we're looking forward to dystopian wars just came out with their print and play that i gotta download and go through for sure
3: oh that's one of the games we played at gen con right that's that it's boat game. it's basically
2: mm-hmm. a warhammer game but they really seem to have simplified the rules a bit oh yeah Tried to make it a little more action packed and fun instead of so much math
0: and- that's the one where i kicked your ass in right you can yeah yeah okay e- i remember that yeah y- i had the bomb dolphins and they went up and like blew up your ships or something right shut up that was cool they probably nope.
3: they probably changed the game after that <laughs> gameplay they're like wow these these dolphin submarines are way but, <laughs> well let's say let's be
2: fair though he rolled like a freaking boss
0: and yeah also to to be fair the um the developers were there i think they were British or something. They were, yeah. And and they were helping me out. They really wanted you to win. I'm more handsome, I guess. The, I don't know.
3: The guy who made the game was was helping you play, basically. Yeah. He kind of looked at Bill. And he's like Bill's like Bill knows what he's doing. Yeah, well, this, <laughs> this, and, this and guy, he didn't like, realize oh, I didn't. This guy, this guy's wearing a pie This guy's wearing like a pirate hat. He doesn't know yeah,
0: what he's doing. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and I'm doing ships that are like, yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, so, he, I'm wearing a pirate hat. I You're know like, what I'm doing.
3: Da, be engineer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: be a pirate hat. He's smart. Su- Actually, that sucker,
2: was just bot- like trench. You got freaking sc- herded <laughs> into how to beat me in that one.
1: the sucker bought this tri-corner hat at this place. He needs help. <laughs> yep. I need more than help. He bought that. But that hat did look awesome.
3: He bought that $10 hat that he paid way more money for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's actually a nice hat. I'm okay, i it's, it's pretty good. high it is. teasing you. I'm teasing you. It is. But it was expensive.
3: I'm not sure. So that's like a print and play? So you. Well, go it's to in the beta. Website. Okay. they are yeah. just trying to get help testing it.
2: Yeah. So they put out the new rule set. I mean, you're not going to get the pieces or anything yet to really go all out. But run through the rules. See if you find anything. If nothing else, at least see if you like it, and you can kind of go from there. It's out of the UK, so. That's cool. It was, really it was cool. cool. Very high quality. Oh, you know
3: what? I played uh, 13 Dead End Drive. Nice. You guys wrote that game from 1993? Yeah. Yep. actually never played it. I, I played it classic. with my
0: family, like, a couple months ago. Really? Yeah, with the ladder and stuff. Yeah, right?
3: it's kind of cheesy. It was Samantha's, so it's all, like, covered in dust. So like, I was, like, had to like cover, like the clean up the dust. We, like
0: we literally the basement <laughs> flooded, and we took we salvaged it from the oh basement, so it's all like warped and soggy. <laughs> was and you, say
3: moldy. Yeah, so it I is know. like an old mansion house. Eh? Seriously, yeah.
0: and I was like, this is fun actually. Yeah.
3: It, was, it was a bad, I, I I don't know, I kind of found it, it was like, oh, I have to roll the dice and there's so many spaces. I found that the pathing wasn't very good, but the game concept itself was pretty cool. It could be like one of those things you could remake and it would be fun to play. So
2: you mean it didn't compare to Monopoly?
3: I like it better than Monopoly, obviously, but the pathing
2: around the board. Actually, I, I gotta be honest, I like Monopoly. Okay,
3: okay. moving on.
2: <laughs> oh, you want to take this inside?
1: going to monopolize this conversation? Uh, yeah I got um, nostalgia for 13 Dun & Drive, probably haven't played it since the 90s.
3: Yeah, I I think I played it once, but I don't remember playing it. And then I played it with Samantha and I'm like,
2: "Yeah, that's not bad." It
3: actually took some good pictures cuz whenever you kill something, you can like put like a, you know, like the chandelier on the person or the bookshelf falling over. So it was kind of cool in that sense. Yeah, you monster. Cl-
0: like ours you climb up the ladder and you got to like hit a switch and they, and it they falls yeah. and it's like you you got to like it oh, just wouldn't work most it's, of the time. It's the so- ladder just kind of <laughs> pops off and sits there. Yeah, it's
3: so 90s, right? Like the plastic is super thick. And you're like constantly trying to have to, like the chandelier would never come off. I'm like, I don't even know this works. This is stupid. But I, I liked it. It was, it was a fun game. It was a good like 15, 20 minutes.
0: It was like a blast from the past for me. It's like, I don't know if I'd want to play it again for the next 10 years. Well, it just it
3: shows you like how spoiled we are. <laughs> you know, like we play a lot of games. I don't want
0: to derail this too much, but there was an old board game I loved as a kid called Mousetrap. Oh, I had that game too. Was that awesome was a fun one. one. It was again the same kind of yep. idea where you had a bunch of gimmicky plastic crap it wasn't, and you just move around and it wasn't
3: a- really a game though. It was more like set up mousetrap. That's really what it was. It was like who cares about playing the game? It's like I'm gonna set this up and then you're done. It was yeah, hard. It's only play the game. It
0: was hard not to get caught and I found it was like it was like Candyland. Do you remember that one? no it's just it's just a like a you roll a dice and you move along a path like it's just yeah. the simple it's just whoever can roll the best dice rolls like that's all it was there's nothing more to it
3: bill you really want to talk about uh what's that game you keep hitting you're like come on let me talk about this game
2: no i was saying I, you're more excited than me about it go nuts i mean me? i bought it i love it but you're, well the th- three of you've us been bugging me to play it for two oh, weeks now
3: yeah i kind of want to own it like it's one of the games i wanted to buy at gen con but yeah medium we have medium in front of us and i don't know if we're gonna end up playing it tonight or tomorrow but i'm pretty excited about that party game i don't know how many players but the idea is that you uh, each player plays a card and you both have to think about like if i have apple and you have
1: jedi orange
3: jedi <laughs> okay fine jedi what comes to mind between us right and then we have to think of a common word so yoda did you think yoda no. We say at the same time. I was but...
2: actually
3: thinking Chewbacca for some yeah. reason. Oh, wow. We really suck. Or like or like you go Star Wars and Little Mermaid, and then the common thing between them is... Lightsabers. Disney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Disney.
0: Yeah, bat <laughs> has got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got it. to say, he's when we played it, it at the place,
3: it was good. terrible.
2: Yeah. Just like that. It
3: was funny, though. It but was fun. It was a lot of fun, and it's so quick, and I feel like you, we had a blast playing it. Well,
2: the truth be told, they call it a 30 to 45-minute game, but we, I think it depends we, on how many points you go
3: to. We played like a sampling of oh, it. of course. And I think they have other cards in there that you do other stuff. So I know like we played just the basic core idea behind it, which was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, we played with the actual developers at Gen Con and and they took us through it and we played with a random guy named Tom. Yeah, I think you're
1: right.
0: I don't, I don't remember. No, that that was fun. We he had follows a fun us. Time.
3: He follows us on Twitter, so Seriously? Yeah, or his company. I don't know, someone does from them.
0: Oh oh the medium guy, yeah. 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 But it was cool. Oh, tell him the other guy? The other guy played yeah, us? Yeah, he joined us. Oh, not we, not
3: the guy demoing the other guy. No, okay. no, he
0: was showing us. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, it, it was fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. It was actually a good game. Yeah. Bill, really actually,
3: it was funny because Bill was, uh, you are taking pictures, but you were like joining in. You, you could tell you're like, I want to join in with this. Well,
2: some of these answers, I'm like, are you kidding me? Why did you say this? It was like <laughs> and you it, can't
3: help but not get and, involved. And you know what? And that was the the demoing draw of it is that you're like listening and you're like, oh, I can play from the side, and then you're like, I, I can get it. And you could get in, like it wasn't yeah, hard. because you're jump like in. you're
2: sitting there and it's like you come up with a word in your head because you're just like, I want to see if I'm on point with one of these two guys. Yeah. And then they say something, and you're like, you're looking at the two people like, where did you get? And where? <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot
3: of fun. So I'm looking forward to playing it either today or tomorrow, whatever we get around to it.
0: I would say it felt a little bit like a simplified version of Codenames where Codenames has all of the words and you have to say one word. People have to think of something that's common between them. I felt like it was along that kind of line. It's more like, how smart are you?
3: (laughs) I was not very smart. I didn't have any points. I'm dumb as a
0: brick, so.
2: (laughs) I wasn't going to say it. From all of us at Friday Night Games, thank you for checking out our podcast. You can stream it on Spotify, Google Play, or visit our website at www.fridaynightgames.com. Also, please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Currently, we plan to release two to three podcasts a month, and we hope to keep you listening. If you have any questions or comments you want us to address on our show personally, please post to one of our socials, and we'll get back to you.